Welcome to Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, a ridiculously awesome podcast bursting with insightful commentaries and intriguing conversations on the topics and issues that are on the minds of marketers, advertisers, social media, and PR professionals today. Hey, everybody, this is Bob Cargill from Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, and I am talking to you from Sudbury, Massachusetts, my home office. We are hunkering down, working from home. We're all dealing with the coronavirus crisis, a very difficult time for the world, never mind our country, never mind our community and and our families and friends. Everyone is going through this pandemic, very sad time. And, And I'm thinking of you, wishing you well, hoping wherever you are, whatever you do, you are staying safe and sound. So I'm here from Sudbury, Massachusetts, but my guest, Megan Edelstein, is in Boynton Beach, Florida. And my brother, Tom, lives in Boynton Beach. So Megan, one of these days, I got to tell you where he lives. You can go by and and say hello to him, meet my brother. But Megan, thank you so much for being on my show today. Um, Tell people right away a little bit about yourself, and then I'll tell them how we met. You know what I mean? But I I want them to just hear... Your elevator pitch uh, without the pitch, you know what I mean? (laughs) I don't have a very good elevator pitch, but I'm Megan, and um, I've been doing social media for 10 plus years now, and really have been enjoying it, Um, and I do everything out of my home, so I'm a remote worker, and I work with a wide variety of companies, uh, focused mostly in the B2B space, but do a little bit of B2C, and I just love what I do. And you are awesome at what you do. And coincidentally, uh, in, as this conversation moves forward, there'll, there'll be a number of coincidences uh, with regard to me and you, uh, commonalities. But coincidentally, I do the same thing. We're both social media consultants, um, different ages. I'm much older, um, and different genders and different geography. But other than that, we have so much in common. We do. And, yeah. And, and so the, the backstory is I met you, Megan, online. We've never met in person, but I feel like I know you. Um, I do. I mean, online is the same as in real life in, in my mind. We met um, online 12 years or so ago when my wife had cervical cancer, and she's a cancer survivor like yourself, so I'm giving away a little of the story there. Um, that's how we met you online, because you at the time had a blog about surviving cancer, and, and you also had the same doctor as my wife did to treat your cervical cancer. So tell us about your, your journey back then. It was a long journey and, and, and yeah. magnificent journey. Um, you know, in a few minutes, describe sure, that for I'll us. I'll try to give the short version. I was actually, I'm from Massachusetts as well, another one of our commonalities. Um, I came down to Florida, I went to law school down here. And while I was in law school, uh, I was diagnosed with stage three B cervical cancer. And I uh, was flown up to Massachusetts and had the same um, doctor. And uh, one of the ways after I went through treatment and I survived, which was wonderful, obviously, uh, you know, for me, it was a very lonely, isolating um, illness. Uh, Cervical cancer that advanced in a 28-year-old is not common. Uh, So one of the ways that, you know, I wanted to give back is I wanted to make sure anyone else who was uh, going through cervical cancer knew that someone else was out there that understood them. And so I I blogged about it quite a bit. And 
was very successful. I, I ended up on Good Morning America and NPR and did some exciting things. And I thought, wow, this is really neat. I mean, this was right when social media started. And so I said to myself, let me see if I can do it again, if it was just the flu. And so I started a nonprofit organization, which is how um, you and I got connected. And I ran it entirely on social media, Twitter mostly. And it was very, very successful. And that's sort of what was the catalyst of my career in social media. Unreal. And, and yes, it was early on in social media. And, and very early on was, was when I myself started my blog in 2004. And, you know, I was talking about blogging before anybody even knew what it was. Um, and, and when I got involved in, in Twitter and Facebook and, and, you know, the other channels when they came along, I, um, again, eventually discovered you telling this very emotional, powerful story that inspired so many people. I wasn't the only one by, by any means you, you uh, connected with. You connected with, like you say, you're on Good Morning America and did you say uh, NPR? NPR, yeah, yeah. Pure Magazine. So it was, yeah. it was exciting. So, so you went big time. You you turned uh, lemons into lemonade and, and, and yeah, you became a superstar and you were before all that, but, but you became uh -huh. a social media superstar. And and that's how you and I met. And, and, and before we talk on Zoom now, we're recording ourselves, you, you said hello to my wife, Barbara, who you really inspired back then and, and you guys have that in common, you're both cancer survivors and, and helped by the same doctor. That is so such cool. Such a small world, I mean, such a small world. And then the, this, another tragedy happened that then brought us together again, you know, it's, it's just really interesting. Yeah, so you, know? you, we, I've seen, we've seen each other off and on for years because of social media, because of LinkedIn and and Twitter and Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. But we've never talked like we're talking the last few days. Right. And that's all because you um, love people who take initiative. It's not even a question, Megan. You're, um, you know, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the, the word. You, you take initiative, you go for it, you make things happen. You're a go-getter. And, and you went and took the initiative and sent me this deck. It's on my screen over here. So that's why I'm looking to my left. Uh, social media crisis strategy. You reached out to me on LinkedIn. You speak in my language. We're both social media consultants. Right away, it got my attention because I said, yeah, this is what I've been saying to my clients in, in the world too, in, in my videos and on my blog. And, and tell my, my audience a little bit about your social media crisis strategy deck. I mean, I've read it. I can ask you specific questions, but what, what was the genesis sure. for that? And, and, you know, and about reaching out to me and maybe others on LinkedIn, what prompted you to do that? I, you know, it all happened so quickly as does a lot of stuff when it comes to social. And um, a lot of people were reaching out to me, asking me like, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? And, you know, I was answering individual questions and I realized, hey, this is an opportunity for me to give back which is really at my roots. You know, I mean, when I started my blog, it was to help other people share resources. When I started my nonprofit, it was to help other people share resources. And here we are again, you know, in a tragedy. And I thought to myself, this is another opportunity for me to help people and share resources. So, you know, my, my answer is, it's not a one size fits all. Uh, I don't have one answer. I don't think anyone has one answer out there. So I decided to build, I call it like a living, breathing deck that I update every single day. 
with really practical advice, practical resources. You know, one of the things I share is uh, a couple different photo albums that have uh, images from Unsplash that you can use uh, based on COVID, work from home, you know, just trying to provide resources and help for people that really need it. I think it's times like this where we should all come together and, and help each other, help lift each other up. And this was the way that I was able to do that. Well, you lifted my spirits and, and spoke my language. And you just mentioned one of the questions I was going to ask you about those, those pictures from Unsplash. You, so these are royalty-free images that you curated that anybody can use. Is that correct? Yeah. And if, if, anyone, if there's anyone listening that, that hasn't heard of Unsplash, it's an amazing resource. There's beautiful photography. It's free under the Unsplash license that you can use. And I use it all the time with all my different clients. Um, it's, it's a little bit hard because you've got to look through everything and kind of curate. But I um, have curated a couple of albums that I share. And every day I, up, I, in, I add more images. And people can use those for blog posts. They can use them for tweets, for Facebook posts. And, you know, just, you know, my way of taking a little bit of pressure off of the people that are doing social. You've got so many other things on your mind. Hey, here, you know, here are some. Uh, images that hopefully people can use. And of course, I use them myself as well. So two birds with one stone. Yeah, no, they're great images. I look through them. Uh, and, and again, this, uh, while we're on the topic, and I don't want to forget, how could people, if they are listening, watching, want, if they want to get the social media crisis strategy deck, how can they get that, Megan, if they haven't already? Sure. <laughs> I give it to anybody. Uh, I hope everyone who gets it uh, shares it with people they think can find it, find it helpful. But if you just look me up on uh, LinkedIn, I don't think anyone else has my name, Megan Edelstein, spelled the long way. M-E-A-G-H-A-N. Um, yep. Edelstein, E-D-E-L-S-T-E-I-N. I wasn't reading that. That's uh, good just job. taking a good, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, so. yeah. If you find me on LinkedIn, um, I'm a big sharer. I, I definitely believe in, you know, if I have information that I can share with you or resources I can share with you, you know, I do that. No, I'm not going to, you know, I don't charge people for things like that. Um, you know, I think it's our responsibility, uh, you know, to, to help each other out, especially in times like this. Absolutely. And in times like this, I mentioned at the top my 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 uh, few words on the pandemic and the coronavirus crisis. And by the way, I, I hope you're doing well and 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 you and your your pets I see walking in the background. My my sister is actually um, a nurse in the ICU at one of oh, the geez. largest hospitals down here. I did not know that. Yeah. So we are, you know, and my my sister and my niece live with me. So we are definitely front of the line, you know, very aware of what's going on, and and we uh, we actually sent pizzas and wings to the nurses the other day. So that is awesome. That's can, a nice job. Anyone can do that, by the way. If you're looking for a way, you know, just do something nice. Consider yep. reaching out to a local hospital and just sending over a couple pizzas. Uh, they really appreciate that kind of stuff. That is a great, great idea and and great way to give back. Um, but yes, I hope you're you're doing well. And 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 it, uh, what I wanted to get into is what we are telling our our clients, Megan, because you and I are in the same situ situations. That is, we we provide social media. I provide marketing and copywriting as well. Um, but the social media with with clients, they don't necessarily these are unprecedented times. They don't know what to say, what to do. I, I have my thoughts. Um, 
and I've shared them publicly, I think they're consistent with what you might say, you know, change the tone on, on whatever you are putting out there, stop, stop selling, be helpful, supportive, empathetic, but so not to steal any more of your thunder, what, what, would, you, what would your advice be? <laughs> I mean, I agree. I totally agree with everything you're saying. And I think, um, I think these are things we should always be doing um, in social media. I think this situation shines a spotlight and really forces us, forces our hand. I mean, you should always be listening to your audience as you grow, hopefully a targeted, you know, audience of people who really, you know, care about you, your company, your brand, you as a thought leader. Uh, to make sure that you're listening to them and paying attention to what it is they need right now, what it is they want to, what kind of content they want to consume, how they want to be spoken to. Uh, I think that that's unique for every company, every brand, every thought leader, because we all have different audiences. You know, I think sometimes we kind of lump it out like social media, but there's so many, you know, communities that we, especially in organic social, spend a lot of time cultivating and creating. So, you should really be listening to them and paying attention to what it is that they need from you and then providing that to them. And I right. think that's, again, different. You articulate that very, very well. And, and so I couldn't have said it better. Um, I tried at the beginning, but, but you said it better <laughs> than I did. Um, you know, it's things that we who do social media have been doing all our professional lives. We, we get it that, challenge it's funny it's almost remind me of the beginning in, uh, of social media meaning I, I it was a lot about educating people and 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 explaining to them the principles of social media listening be kind be generous the the dale carnegie rules of how to win friends and influence people in this case it's it's more how to support friends and not influence them but educate them support them be you know there for them businesses don't always get that naturally because they have their, you know, they're hunkered down, heads down and, and focused on revenue. And now it should be their mantra, meaning sure, they, they still have to make money if they can, but they really have to be sensitive to the times. Don't halt your messages completely, right. I don't think, but, but, you know, listen to people more, talk more, in a friendly conversational way and, and try to help people do whatever you can. You know, businesses, it would be easy for every business to allocate, I would think a, a little of their budget to, to doing what you just said, buying pizza for healthcare workers, that kind of thing. And then know what? That's a good tweet. That's a good social media exactly. post. You know, exactly. promote your local hospital. There's actually a brand that, that you know, did something interesting called Revolve. Um, on Instagram and and they're a company that you would normally think oh my goodness they're not gonna do well here what can they talk about because they're a vacation travel company but in and and they normally have a hashtag that's revolve around the world right and so now we're all kind of staying at home um, shelter in place and you think what are they gonna talk about well they created a new hashtag called revolve around the house and they're encouraging their followers to stay positive, stay proactive, and stay connected. And so I think that's a really good example of listening, paying attention, and then pivoting in a way that is going to help your community and, and have a positive. We all need positive right now. So I think that's where the focus should be. And, and you're, then you're building a really strong relationship with 
with your, you know, your online community. It, 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 I agree. Um, you know, I don't know the business you're talking about. It sounds like it's a local business. Revolve. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit larger. And it's in my deck as an example. Oh, geez. Um, I, I could, yeah. No, I added it, you know, um, for our, you know, I just added it today. So that's why I update my deck yeah. every day. Like you said, it's a living, breathing document and you're yep. keeping it up to date. That's like my, I have a Twitter moment. Um, and if, if anybody knows what Twitter moment is, I, I think you would, because um, yep. we're both immersed in social media. And it's a, a Twitter moment for those who don't know is you can curate, collect, aggregate, whatever the word is you want to use, a bunch of tweets and, and keep them all together and, and share them. And, and it's a living, breathing. So I'm adding tweets to it almost daily of brands and businesses, I think, get it. And, and my son and wife, who, who I'm hunkered down at home with these last three, four weeks, um, and, and my dog, Lucy, um, have been hearing me say, you know, at the beginning of this tenure, uh, while we're in quarantine, I'd said, no brands and businesses do, you know, they still, same old ads, you know, trying to sell cars, trying to sell furniture. Now they are starting to change their tone. They finally got around these bigger companies to putting out those new ads in marketing uh, messages in there, they are getting it. They're, they're softening their tone. Everyone's saying, we're all in this together. We're here to help. We get you back. And, and, and prove I, it. Like say it, but also prove it. And I think that that's how I was successful in the very beginning. When I had a non nonprofit, I was up against, I, I want a cause campaign. Who could raise the most money on Twitter? And I, my nonprofit was just me, okay? And I'm still like recovering from cancer. I'm in law school. And who, who could raise the most money? And I was up against American Cancer Society, you know, American Cancer Center, like all these, you know, big brand gestures, cancer schmancer. And I was more successful than, than them. Why? Because I could pivot faster. So when you're slow to make these changes and you're taking a really long time and you're like hemming and hawing about it, time has gone by. And so, you know, to your point, if yeah, they finally are making that switch, if you can do it fast right away, that's when you're going to be more successful on social and, you know, really learn how to pivot quickly um, as you're listening to what, what people are telling you. I, I couldn't agree with you more. The, the challenge is, because I've worked in corporate America most of my career on the agency side, but it's red tape and, and bureaucracy. Yeah and often senior management who does not have, they're not necessarily the people making the decisions, the ones that are on the front lines. And so they don't get social media, they don't understand it, they don't maybe even appreciate the value. So they're gonna slow things down. And therefore, you know, a lot of these companies are gonna miss their opportunity. You know, hallmarks of social media, being genuine, being authentic, being transparent, being immediate, being fast. You, you, you said it, and, and that's why it's taken most companies a few weeks at least to adapt to these new times. And some of them probably won't even adapt from a marketing and, standpoint. And, and that's why I think as if anyone's listening that is, you know, manages accounts like we do, I think it's really important to have a strong relationship with the C-suite. And a lot of what I do, a lot of my reports that I build out are really geared to them. And I spend a lot of time building trust so that if I come to them and, and I don't do it often, but I come and I say, trust me, this has to happen. It has to happen now. 
um, they'll listen. And it's taken me a long time to build, you know, that relationship and that rapport, but it's definitely paid off in the long run because I can, you know, make that shift. And I make it very clear, like, this is the only way that I can be successful is you, you trust me. Um, and, and there are times where I've broken off relationships because I can't get that trust and that buy-in from the C-suite. Very hard to do your job if they're making it difficult for you to make it happen. And by the time you get their approval to your point earlier, you miss the boat. Yeah, it in speed and, and being nimble and agile and all these other uh, words I could use to describe what, what we're talking about is so important. And it's not necessarily um, instinctive for big businesses to, to be all that. Um, they tend to want to overthink things and, and that can lead to that analysis paralysis. And that's, you know, the opposite of how social media rolls. Tell me, um, I'm going to change a little bit, uh, pivot a little about your own social media, your own marketing, your own. Of my own. Yeah. Well, listen, you have that blog, you have that blog, uh, all about, all about kicking cancer's ass, right? That's the name of it, right? Something like that. Yeah. So it's funny. Um, I guess it, it's, it's the proof is in the pudding. I was a hundred percent dedicated. I mean, when I, uh, I, I, like I said, I had stage three B cervical cancer and I actually lost a kidney because of that. And this was a very, I had surgery every three months. I told you the doctor. I had surgery every three months. We have company. No, there's no one here. I have a, we have (laughs) Lucy in the house too. Uh, But Keep going. It's okay. I'll let them, let them take over for a minute. (laughs) Oh, my blog. So, you know, I was very passionate about it. And I guess going back to, to everything that's at the root of what I share is it's about sharing resources and sharing and sharing. Eventually my heart wasn't in it anymore. Um, I was moving on to new things and I started realizing as I was blogging that it wasn't authentic. It wasn't coming from that, that same place. And so I, I stopped. Uh, no, I leave it up because there's tons of great resources and I still have people that reach out to me and say, I found your blog and I, you know, I don't care if it's four o'clock in the morning. If someone calls me that knows someone, if anyone's listening that knows someone that's going through cervical cancer and, and needs to talk to someone. I'm always, that's always the most important, but I let the blog go because it just wasn't, it didn't feel authentic to me anymore. I had moved into a new phase in my life. But you still are on social media. You're still present. I'm the cobbler who has holes in their shoes. I'm going to be honest about it. Uh, You know, my marketing, and it's really interesting. I've never, I've never marketed. I've never gone out and looked for work. Uh, every single job I've ever gotten has been from a referral. Um, and, and I'm lucky I got tapped into, you know, the right people at the right time. And so, and a lot of people move, move jobs in Stanford. I look, a lot of my companies are in Stanford that I work for in San Francisco. And there'll be a CMO at one company and then they'll move to another company and they'll take me over there and I'll kind of stay with the other company. And so for me, um, my reputation is everything. Um, and you know, my ref- referrals is basically how I stay in business. But, but your social, social media crisis strategy deck is not 
the cobbler without the new shoes, meaning that is marketing. That is something. So I, I would, know what I'm doing. I just don't, I just don't do it for myself, but I do it for other people. I'm well, good at giving things away. Make this, so this led to this, meaning the Zoom conversation. That's on true. Instagram later. Put this everywhere because the timing couldn't be better. And I tagged you on Twitter earlier and Facebook earlier. And I expect you to jump on Twitter after this call and like retweet. I, and, and I did share my deck. And again, like I, I really only want, you know, I want to share things that are useful and valuable for people, mm -hmm. not just white noise. And so, yep. you, you know, if you follow me on social, once in a while, you'll get my gold nuggets and be like, oh my God, this is so great. Why don't you share this more? I'm, you know, I'm busy. But when yep. I'm passionate about something like what's going on now, and I want, you know, absolutely I'll create. And I'm actually having a lot of fun with this deck uh, because I don't do this kind of marketing stuff for myself. And I'm, I'm actually having quite a bit of, of fun adding things to it. And it's gotten, it's gotten quite long, quite, uh, quite extensive. Well, from my perspective, the more I, so I'm always out there talking, hopefully not that white noise that you're referring to. Oh, um, I be here if I thought you were a white noise. <laughs> but there you go. Thank you. Um, but this topic, the coronavirus crisis, because it's unprecedented, I've been getting more attention. Suddenly people are commenting even more on my videos and, and what I share, because I've always just talked about, you know, whatever's topical, if you will, you know, whatever's going on in the news and, and in generally social media. But now to me, social media is having a defining moment because people ironically who, who may have criticized social media in the past are suddenly relying on it to stay in touch so i think they may be seeing the value the benefit of you know hey i can jump on twitter and and get up-to-date news and i can watch a press conference on facebook live and and wow what's this zoom thing and what's this uh facetime thing do you know what i mean so I think yeah. social media is keeping us to together while we're apart, as they say. It, this is going to be so. When I first started, I used to write for Mashable when I when I first started. I used to speak at conferences, and what I would say back then, of course, 10, 13 years ago, you know, this is the new form of entertainment. And this is before everyone was on social. You know, people aren't going to go to the movies anymore. They aren't going to, you know, as much. You know, there's going to be a big shift, and there was. There was a shift. Social is a new way, a form of entertainment. I think with COVID, it's evolved from entertainment to a resource, mm -hmm. to your point, a way to stay connected, a way to be involved, a way to help, a way to contribute, a, a, a way to learn. I mean, all these free, you know, Yale and Harvard, they're doing all these free classes. You can go on tours around the yep. world you can go you can see the mona lisa i mean this is so now we're shifting again we're seeing this shift and and from entertainment to you know your life your way to connect uh, people are uh, you can tell about my last name i'm jewish um not a very good jew but <laughs> still here. But my wife's are, jewish i'm christian and i know what you're going to say but i go ahead tell me yes i knew you were going to go there yes Right, like you're talking Passover. I mean, this is going ah. from teenagers on TikTok to everybody. I know. This is what you know. It's it's, and now is the time. Like, if you're involved, if you're a marketer, if you're you know interested in social media, if you're doing social media, 
you know, pay attention and pivot and figure out how you can fill this need that's happening. And I hate to say it, folks, but this is, you know, we're not going to one day wake up and everything's going to go back to the way that it was. You know, you need to invest in figuring out this new world. When you you said you were Jewish, I knew you were going to mention Passover and when... I knew what you were going to say about Zoom Passovers and because that's what we did. That's what I've been reading about the last couple of days, seeing all the pictures. We did it with my son. We did it with FaceTime with my oldest son who doesn't live at home. He's with his girlfriend. Did you do, did, did you do it that way with, with relatives or friends? The Zoom thing? I or? didn't, I didn't, but, but I had a COVID birthday. My birthday was on March 29th. Oh, yeah. And I can't tell you how many people I've never had so many people want to FaceTime me, want to yeah. Zoom. And, you know, normally my birthday comes and goes, I get some Facebook messages like happy birthday. But this was like I've never had so many people, you know, really want to be a part of, you know, That's my awesome. birthday. Well, see, they all do want to, and like you said, now they understand the technology and the importance and they they go to great lengths. So, so my wife's Jewish, we celebrate Passover. I'm Christian, we celebrate Easter on Sunday. However, my mom's 89 years old. Unfortunately, she doesn't, not necessarily inclined to use the technology. So we are gonna, she doesn't know this, she, she won't hear this, certainly not before Easter. We're gonna deliver an Easter dinner to her, keeping our social distance, put it on. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, my wife bought a ham today. We're gonna put it on the steps of her house and wave to her from, outside you know we'll be in the front yard when she picks it up on her steps unfortunately well, of, we we can't spend it with her at this this year easter well, one of my slides on my deck um is stories is positive stories of things like that uh one of them i think i put it in my deck is about neighbors making food and delivering it at the mm-hmm. doorsteps and different like ways that people are you know trying to celebrate things and so Yes, we can talk, look at the negatives and talk about the negatives, but I think it's really important that we also talk about the positives and the nice things that people are doing and how this is bringing, you know, community out and, and changing us in a good way as well. The silver lining in the dark cloud and tying it back to marketing, that's what brands and businesses can talk about. They might have employees who are doing something in their personal lives to help out the, 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 the relief efforts. Um, with COVID-19, they, you know, they, they, as a company might be doing something or, or, you know, again, how are you keeping the business going while everyone's working remotely? Those kind of stories, all of that we is, talked is about, we talked about that on the Instagram live, you know, of, Hey, now's the time to let everyone know, like your company, your employees are going through this too. And yes. here's how, you know, here's us, you know, we talked about, you know, doing like a sharing a Zoom meeting, like a screenshot of like everyone in a Zoom meeting or, you know, what people's home offices look like. And so I think that, you know, that's a positive thing to share with your community and let them know we're, we're people too and we're also going through this. And here, you know, here's how it's impacting us. It's always good. I mean, I don't hopefully you agree with me. Like to share that company culture and yes. the lift the veil and, and show the human side. I mean, we used to talk about human to human. Well, now's the time that we can really Of all times, now is the time. That. Yes. Megan, that's why, again, the people who know social media get it. And I think like those who don't know technology, learning technology, those who don't 
understand social media, they're, they're starting to get that. So I think there are a lot of good things that will come of this pandemic. Um, you know, obviously, you know, we wish it was under different circumstances that, that people were going to learn some of this, but I think people are going to learn um, through these difficult days, you know, social media technology and, and, and like, wow, you know, we, we really should have those skills. Um, and, and, and we see the value of them, not just when we're going through such a difficult time, but, but all the time. Hey, hey I'm going to wind this down if you don't mind. And I, yeah. I want to ask you a couple final questions. I want to sure. ask if you had um, just a minute or two to say anything, is there anything you want to advise clients or say to the world or anything, uh, you know, it's a, let's say it's open mic right now for a minute or two. What, anything you want to say that I haven't asked? I'll, I'll, you know, first and foremost, I'd like to say thank you um, for being so open and responsive. I think I had shared with you privately, not everyone was, you know, like people who think they're social media experts are like, why are you sending me this deck? I know everything. So I appreciate you being open and, you know, happy about what I created because I did want to create it to help people. And I really appreciate you having me on this show. It's been a lot of fun to talk about this stuff. And I mean, my, my only advice would be like, keep listening to podcasts like this, keep learning. Um, you know, that's why I'm good at what I do is I'm constantly reading. I'm constantly learning. I'm reaching out and trying to like talk to other people and listen and be receptive to different and new ideas. And I think if you are that, you're going to be successful with what you do on social. I agree. And, and people in general, you know, lifelong learning is so important, being open to ideas. And, and yeah, gen, generally speaking, I agree, not enough people do have those an open mind like that and, and realize that we're all in this together and we all have something to learn from each other. Again, whether we're going to a pandemic or not, we, you know, more together, we're, we're stronger. Um, totally agree, Megan. I know I'm stronger with, with you um, as part of my team, if you will. And, and um, I'm glad to call you a friend and glad to um, have reconnected with you. Um, if people want to reach you, what's the best way for them to reach you? If they want to say hello, connect with you, that kind of thing. Sure. I, LinkedIn's the easiest. Megan Edelstein on LinkedIn. And my email is megan.edelstein.com. I'm very accessible. I respond right away. Um, I don't try to pitch you and say, oh, well, you could pay me. I mean, I whether it's about whether you're hearing this and you want to talk about cancer stuff, I'm happy to talk about that or you have questions about social media or you want to run something by me, uh, you know, and I guess reach out to Bob. He knows how to find me. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, and, and there's so much we could talk about. I mean, we could talk about this every week. There's tips, there's tricks, there's tools, there's, you know, all these different things. There's, it, you know, I guess my, my big message to people would be social media is like an iceberg. What other people see is the very tip. But if you're involved in social, you understand there's so much uh, that goes on below that and it's a lot of work and it's con it's like you know other industries you could learn everything and be like i know it social is constantly changing whether it's mm -hmm. the algorithms or you know the trending topics or new rules and so you know it's just a continued learning and this has been a lot of fun i've really enjoyed this chat me too and and yeah doing it again and maybe doing it again soon 
um, don't put it past us, right, Megan? Maybe we'll we'll pull that yeah, off. I mean, I, I'd love if people had feedback on what you know. If anyone had any specific things that they you know wanted us to dive into, wanted me to dive into, I'm open you know to that as well. So there's a lot. There's a lot out there. There, there is. And and my goal. So so we are, are recording this. It'll be up on my podcast, Bob Cargill's Marketing Show, within a few days at the latest, awesome. and and also on video, YouTube, and and wherever. Um, you know, coming to a screen near you on the internet, if you know what I mean, all social media channels. Go see so. it on all my social channels. Yeah, I hope better. so. I'm gonna, <laughs> that's finally my takeaway is I'm going to get better at doing my own social. Well, this is a start. You said you only share things of value. This is of great value. Yes, it is. <laughs> Megan Edelstein from Boynton Beach, Florida, uh, the, the home of my brother, Tom Cargill. He's down there too with his wife, Lorraine. And, and my nephew and niece, TJ, and, and, and Kelly, his two kids. Um, so, so maybe I'll give you his address and you go say hello yeah, to them to, for me. I'll um, to go stop by and say hello. Yeah, great to talk with you, Megan. You are ridiculously awesome. Um, you're very Feeling positive. Mutual. What's that? Feeling is 100% mutual. Thank you, you're, you're so kind. Um, folks, it's been Bob Cargill's Marketing Show and my guest today has been Meg Megan Edelstein and we will be talking to you again soon. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.